This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. To the Mom Room Podcast. My name is Renee Rena, and I am definitely the mom friend you have always wanted. Welcome back to Thursday's solo episode in the new format, which I am loving. Uh, this is just a mishmash of random topics. I take you through how our drive went, a four-hour drive with a toddler. Um, I chat about a quote that I heard on Armchair Expert by Dwayne Wade. I thought it was awesome and I think about it all the time. So I wanted to share that with you. I splurged on a birthday gift for myself. Can you guess what it is? I'm very excited about it. And that is how you know I am 37 years old. My sister tells a funny story about trying to order uh, UFC fights on HBO. Let this be a lesson to you. That's hilarious. Um, our drive home chat about that and then at the end of the episode I'm going to talk about why I think it is that when I go to my parents house I have so much less mental load I tend to not work very much it's just it's like a little mental vacay so I will get into that at the end I hope you guys enjoy and uh yeah kick back relax and listen wow we did not stop once on the drive and it's probably four hours long um i'm gonna pee my pants i'm severely dehydrated i feel like i need a coffee and i'm starving we packed a lot of snacks but i didn't um eat a lot of them right now we're just on the dirt road pulling up to my mom's house Milo did so good. After about an hour in the car, he fell asleep. Right, honey? You fell asleep on your pillow. Yeah. And then he woke up, like, outside of Huntsville, which is, like, two and a half hours. Like, he slept for probably an hour and a half. I listened to some podcasts. I didn't listen to the Anna Delvey story, um, maybe on the way home. But, yeah, we made it. Oh, my God my bladder is going to explode also you crushed up an apple juice juice box as soon as we left the house so your bladder must be full too hey stinker and didn't even look at his tablet till 45 minutes ago wow we woo we all right let's go have an adventure Right, Sunday morning. Milo, what time did you wake up at? Um, it's 30 seconds. 30 seconds? Yeah. You woke up at 5.30. 5.30. Yeah, and then mommy forgot to plug in your monitor last night, so she was up at 2.30. Oh. Oh, that's interesting. Eh? Boo-boo. I yeah. And now what? We're going to go make some cashew oh. butter cookies? We're going to go make some cookies. I am going to Sudbury today for a few hours. Going to go for lunch. Going to go shopping. Um, What else are we going to do today, honey? Um, It was freezing rain all night. So it is 
icy outside. Lots ice. of ice. Did yeah. you feed a chipmunk today or a yeah. squirrel? A squirrel. What did you feed him? Um, apple and strawberry. And a raspberry. And a raspberry. Did he like it? Yeah. Yeah. Did he say thank you, Milo? Did he say thank you, Milo? Um, thank you, meow. Yeah. You said thank you, meow. Okay, time to go make the cookies. I just wanted to share this little piece of information with you. So I was listening to Armchair Expert with Dwayne Wade, and he has children. And he said something that keeps, I keep thinking about it whenever I hear people talking about parenting. And he said something along the lines of, you have children and they are not in your control. Like you cannot control your child, control the outcome of their life, what they do when they're a child or what they choose to do as a teenager. You're not, like your job as a parent is not to control them or shape them. Like I shouldn't shouldn't say shape, but try to mold them into what you want them to be. It's more so parents are the facilitators. They are like life facilitators of their children. So like you are doing whatever you can, like in your power to facilitate their life. I loved that so much. So I just wanted to share that here. That's all for now. Hello, it is Sunday afternoon. I just went to Sudbury for a few hours, which is like the big city where I am. It's not a big city at all. I had lunch with my friend Mel. We grew up together. She was, so we've called each other neighbor our entire lives, but we were never actually neighbors. We lived across the street from each other, but that's considered like you're still like a neighbor, I guess, right? Or is it just the person that lives directly next to you? Anywho, we went for lunch. We went to a few stores. And I finally, the last little while, so every time I visit my mom, I'm obsessed with her knives. And you know you're about to be 37 when you care about something like kitchen knives, okay? Every time I cook at my mom's house, I'm like, this is incredible. These knives are unbelievable. And I can't even, they're so sharp. And here's the real kicker. My mom told me they're over 25 years old. Okay. So that is how high quality they are. I'm obsessed. So the handle doesn't move. It's like one solid piece. It's, it's incredible. So she has a bunch of like different kinds of knives like the paring knife the chef's knife the utility knife the serrated knife the bread knife I'm learning about all the different knives so I have been fantasizing about owning these knives and I looked them up and I was like good god they're so expensive but again my mom's had them for over 25 years I feel like we're constantly buying new knives because they get ruined like the handle gets loose, they suck. I like almost cut myself every time I try and cook something because our knives are so crappy and we do like sharpen them and like, I don't know, they just, they suck, okay? It's not a set, like our knives don't match. Like we have all kinds of 
anyways, my point is I'm trying to like elevate our kitchen experience. I recently bought us an air fryer. I got like the really good blender. I got a wicked kettle that does like it heats the water to different temperatures so you can make a perfect cup of tea. You don't burn your mouth. It's incredible. So I'm like, I'm going to take this next step and I'm going to buy these knives. And so there's like, um, a specialty kitchen store in Sudbury called Kitchen Bits. So I'm like, neighbor, we have to go to Kitchen Bits and I need to buy these knives. And then I, after I texted her that, I was like, oh my God, tell me you're 37 without telling me you're 37. You're looking forward to going to a kitchen store to buy knives. So anyways, my birthday's tomorrow. We went to the kitchen store and I bought my set of freaking amazing knives. I'm very excited. So the brand is called Wustoff. They're made in Germany. And she explained that the entire knife is like one solid piece, which is why the handle never gets loose. Like it's just rock solid. They're heavy. It's incredible. It's going to be life changing. And now that I'm on this new like kick on eating a ton of fruits and vegetables, I'm chopping things up so much that I need good freaking knives. So I will show them off on Instagram, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited about my new knives. So hello, 37. I had a bunch of people over to the house to watch the UFC fights. And we were trying to order it and like making the phone calls and trying to order it and it wasn't working, it wasn't working. And the TV was just blank. So we decided to all leave and go to my other friend's house to order the fights there. So we left and then we ended up going out to the bar. And so we got home at like three in the morning. And as we were pulling up in the cab, I could see because I left all the blinds up and we have all those windows at the front of the house. The TV was like blasting this porn. <laughs> so all of street could see this like hardcore porn going on so i guess somewhere in the mix we ended up ordering this like porn video that was playing and for the whole street could see it yeah. oh my god it's so funny Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode of The Mom Room and providing me with samples. You know how a lot of people can't leave the house without a water bottle? It's like their emotional support water bottle. I am the exact same way with facial tissues. And that is because I have such bad allergies, specifically in my sinuses, to the point where I know I'm going to have to blow my nose multiple times in a day, and I cannot be out in public without my emotional support facial tissues. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Now I know if I have a big event, maybe I'm going to a concert, going out for dinner... I don't want to be blowing my nose every two seconds. It's very unbecoming. And so I will take Claritin D and enjoy my evening. 
Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter or ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. My husband and I both turn the big four zero next year, and we have been thinking a lot about our long-term health. We want to get smarter about our health, make better choices, but also not feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction. There is so much information out there, and it can be hard to figure out what applies to you, what is right, and what is wrong. Well, let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. Don't just take my word for it. Naomi's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is super easy to consume even if you don't understand the science. With loads of actionable tips, a great mix of guests, and interesting cutting-edge science. You can't go wrong with a weekly podcast where world-leading scientists explain how their own research could improve your health. If you're ready to join millions of others like Naomi transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. If you're like me, then the bane of your existence is thinking about what to feed your children, prepping food, going to the grocery store, all of the above. Who has the time? We are all so busy, and it's important to incorporate things into our life that keep our life as simple and convenient as possible. Little Spoon is one way to do just that. They deliver fresh, healthy meals and snacks straight to your door that your kid will love at every eating stage they are in. The baby blends are fresh, organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. They partner with Clean Label Project to test their blends for 400-plus contaminants, including heavy metals, so you know you're getting good stuff. The Biteables are finger food meals that are cut to size to promote easy self-feeding, and they are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. The Little Spoon plates are toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and they taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. Think hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous eats like pot stickers, gnocchi, and more. They also offer really fun things like puffs, they have smoothies, lunchers, and snacks. You quite literally never have to think about food again. It's just easy peasy. And did I mention this all comes right to your door? It is so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You are going to love it and your kids are going to love it. It is just a huge win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. Sorry, guys. I just had to take out my retainer and I realized that I press record. My goodness. Um... So what's it like driving four hours by myself with a toddler? I have done it a few times now, and I must say it always goes way better than I expect. Um, I'm sure one of these days we're going to head up to my parents' place and it's going to be an absolute nightmare, knock on wood. Um, but yeah, because it can, like shit can hit the fan, but so far it's been okay. 
The drive home, if you can leave at a time where they will nap in the car, that is amazing. Um, but that kind of bit me in the ass on the way down there because he napped in the car more than he usually naps. Like usually he doesn't really nap during the day. He has like quiet time at school, but lately he hasn't been fully taking a nap. So he slept for more than he, like longer than he usually would. And then later that night, he didn't actually fall asleep till about 10 p.m. And I was like, oh, I did this to myself. But honestly, driving with like alone with a toddler is stressful. So if they are going to fall asleep, I would never want to wake him up. So I will just let him sleep. But then I suffered the consequences that night because it was really hard to get him to bed. And then he woke up at 530 in the morning. I think that was that night, um, the first night. Oh, no, I don't know. Anyways, one of the nights I forgot to put my freaking plug in like the monitor. And so it started beeping at 2.30 in the morning. My freaking cortisol like raises through the roof because you hear this like random loud beeping in your ear. And then I could not fall back asleep. And then he was up at 5.30. So that was a tired day for sure. That's the day that I went to Sudbury actually. Um, but yeah. The drive there was very uneventful and I was shocked at this trip because he wasn't so much interested in his tablet. Like usually that's what keeps him busy. But on the way there, we like talked and just like listened to music and he was just staring outside playing with his toys. Um, He had like these little dinosaur figurines. And then when we were about 45 minutes from my mom's house, we didn't stop once which was crazy and my bladder was not happy about it but he didn't look at his tablet till 45 minutes from my mom's house and then I was like please here take your tablet um and then on the way home though was a different story because so I had previously recorded us we had stopped at one of the en route um stops which if you're not from Ontario it's like the big stop area that they have on major highways every once in a while where it's like easy to to pull in and get back on the highway and there's like restaurants and bathrooms and all that kind of stuff. So we had stopped at one of those when we were just an hour from home because I had to pee again. I didn't pee once on the way there, but on the way back I peed like three times And it's always a huge rigmarole because I have to get Milo out of the car, take him with me. He's like asking for toys and I'm like, this is not a toy store. It's a whole thing. But anyways, um, he asked for a hamburger and french fries. So I was like, okay, let's like not rush home. I'll go pee and then get him a hamburger and french fries and we can sit at one of the tables in here and he can eat. And he was in such a mood and I don't mean a bad mood I mean like he was it was like being with a drunk adult like trying to take care of my drunk best friend like that's what it felt like he was like dancing when we were waiting for the food like pointing at stuff like he would start hysterically laughing like in the middle of like out of nowhere um like pointing at things they had tvs set up in the where people like the tables were to eat So they had TVs set up and he's like eating his french fries. He like looks at the TV and he starts screaming like, oh my God, look at that puppy. What's that puppy doing up there? Like 
it's, I was laughing so hard. Um, so I had recorded when we were in those stops, but it was so loud with people talking in the background and stuff that I decided not to keep it in the episode. But I will explain what I explained in those clips. So he was a drunk person. That's what it felt like. He gobbled up his french fries and then he was telling me that there was lemon on his hamburger so he couldn't eat it. And I was like, there's no lemon on your hamburger, I swear to God. And he's like, no, there's lemon on there, like yucky. I'm like, okay, fine. So I like wrap it up, put it in my purse. And then on the way home, he, again, did not look at his tablet once, which means he was like so talkative, but not like coherent. It's not like he was saying things that really made sense. He was just like playing in his own imaginative imagination or what am I trying to say? Imaginative land or something. You know what I'm saying? Like he was just in his own world. That's, that's the perfect way to put it in his own world. And I'm like trying to listen to podcasts in the front of the car. And he's like, yeah, bit like yucky, 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 like nonstop. It was it was so funny. Um, then he takes off his shoe and he starts playing because he was playing with his shoelaces, and he kept telling me like, "Mommy, look what I'm doing for you. Like I got the laces for you." And like he's, I don't know if they're trying to teach them to tie shoes at school, but he's like, "Okay, you got to wrap it around the plant, and I'm gonna wrap it around and just." totally entertaining himself but then he drops his freaking shoe on the ground and he's like mommy mommy get my shoe I'm like I can't I'm driving on a major highway like they don't at what age do they understand that when you're driving a freaking car you can't turn around and do what they want you to do like I cannot put your shoe back on and tie up the laces. I cannot get your dinosaur that you dropped that is on the other side of the car, but they don't get it. I'm like, I can't right now, honey. You got to wait till we stop the car. Mommy's driving. Mommy's driving. And so finally what I said was, because he was like, mommy, put on my shoe. Do it. Do it. And I'm like, you put on my shoe. And he's like, no, I can't. I'm like, why can't you? And he's like, because I can't reach. Your shoes are already on. I'm like, no, my shoe just fell off. Can you put my shoe on? He's like, no, no. I'm like, well, mommy can't put your shoe on either. Like, I don't know. Like, am I immature? I don't know. But every time he asks for stuff, I'm like, okay, well, mommy wants this. Or like, I want that too. Like, you you get what mommy dropped up here. It's a whole thing. But so that was... um annoying. I don't know why whining can be so triggering. Like so my cortisol spikes, I get like anxiety and I start to just like feel myself get like more and more and more angry. And he's not even crying. Like he's just being whiny in the back seat. Whew. So what I've learned to do is just like Renee, he's literally just talking in a different tone of voice so you can address it every once in a while because I remember asking my friend Kathy I was like 
what do I do if he just non-stop keeps asking for something and I, I don't have it? Like, for example, if he's asking for a banana and I, I don't have a banana in the car, but he's non-stop like, no, I want a banana. I want a banana. Well, mommy doesn't have a banana. We can have one when we get home. There's no banana in the car. Like, do you have to just keep saying things over and over and over? Like, how do you deal with that? And she, told me to like you can address it a few times and then you can just be like mommy is not talking about a banana anymore there's no banana in the car we can have one at home but mommy's done talking about bananas like something like that so that's kind of the method that I choose to use and then I just don't respond to the whining and eventually it stops and he like moves on to something else to entertain himself but yeah whoo he uh the ride home was much more um, of a mental um, challenge than the ride there. That's for sure. So anyways, that was our ride home. That's uh, my only tips for driving solo with a child are like one million snacks. And I know it's not very good for them to eat in the car. So I try and have like the applesauce pouches, like yogurt things, like whatever and then if he does have food snacks I try and make sure it's like less of a choking hazard so I'm not going to give him like an apple or if I do I literally like julienne the apple so it's super super thin um small crackers if he has nuts which are probably a huge choking hazard I like literally almost crush them up to like tiny tiny little pieces So yeah, that's what we do. I'm not saying it's like the right or the correct way. Maybe some people say, you know, kids shouldn't be eating in the car at all. But I just don't see how that's possible. So anywho, that's what we do. Snacks galore. Make sure he has water. A ton of toys that I can hand to him. Um, His favorite toys at the time. Like he got a Spider-Man at my mom's house. So we had that. We had his dinosaurs. And then um, tablets, of course, charged up, full of stuff that they enjoy. And Milo, one of the things on the way home, he was asking for dino toys on the tablet. And I was like, we don't have dino toys on the tablet. That's only on the TV because it's on YouTube Kids. And he's like, no, no, on the tablet, on the tablet. I'm like, we don't have that. Like, that's only at home on the TV. It's not on the tablet because we don't have internet in the car. Um, someone called right then and so it like cut me off. Um, now I don't even know where it started to cut me off. That was so weird. Like if someone calls my phone, it stops recording. Anywho, okay. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah. Trying to explain to a child that there's no internet in the car, but there's internet at the house. That's fun. Oh boy. Anywho. Okay. So that was our ride. I don't want this episode to be like a million hours long. Um, that's it. Okay. So why is it that I don't, it's like a mental vacation to go to my parents' house. Um, and this is my experience with my parents' house. I know I get a lot of messages that are like, it's more stressful for me to be around my parents or my in-laws. So I know this is not going to be everyone's experience. But I was trying to think, like, what is it about, like, why don't I feel mom guilt? Why don't I, like, ruminate about what we should be doing? And, like, 
there's so many things that come into play. Okay. Number one, my parents' house is literally in the middle of the bush. So there's not much that you can do. Like when I go there, we usually bring him to the grocery store, maybe to like a couple little shops. And that's our big outing. It's super fun. Um, so there's that. There's really, you know, you go outside, you play. There's not much option. There's not many options on what to do. So it's not like I'm like, oh, it's the weekend. Like we have two days off. Like I need to figure out what to do. No, it's just we go there, we play outside, look at freaking squirrels eating berries on the front deck not fresh berries. It's the middle of winter, but we throw food to them, which I know you're not supposed to do. It's another story for another day. Um, but yeah, it's like you don't have the option. So when you don't have options or like that stress of, okay, what should we be doing today? Um, it's so much more enjoyable. So there's that. There's also the fact that I'm not in my own home, so I'm not looking around thinking of all the things that I need to do. Um, you know, I'm not going to like do laundry or think about reorganizing the fridge or, you know, I need to change Milo's bedding or whatever it is. Like there's so much less to do with regard to like house tasks because at home, there's a million things to do. The house is always absolute chaos. There's stuff everywhere. I could literally just put things in different places in the house for an entire weekend. Like, I feel like that's what I spend my time doing. Like, un unwrapping uh, packages that come in the mail, trying to find a spot for them, putting Milo's toys in different locations like putting the dog stuff away reorganizing the kitchen clearing clutter off the counters like there's always that stuff that I feel like I should be doing and then there's all like the aesthetic stuff like I'm trying to decorate and make the house more you know pleasing to the eye let's say so yeah I don't have any of that it's like I can literally just sit there and my brain is not thinking about other things so there's that and then I was thinking like why am I okay to be at my parents place and let Milo just like sit and watch his dinosaur shows on tv but at home I don't have that feeling at all like I feel stressed out if he's just sitting there watching tv and I feel guilty and I feel like we should be doing something and then I was like, there's almost this weird dynamic of like, he's watching his show, but we already like played outside earlier or we have plans to do something later. So that kind of like eases it, which I kind of also have that at home too. Like if he's watching TV in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm going to take him out later. Or like we had a super busy morning. So this afternoon we'll just chill and put on a movie, whatever. But also at my parents' place, my mom is okay with it. Like, she's not thinking it's a problem. So I'm like, oh, okay. Like, it must actually be okay to just let him, you know, go in the TV room and chill for a moment. Which, rationally, I know that. But I think when you're the actual mom, it's harder to get that through your brain and not act on the mom guilt. Like, to just let it be. So it's like at my mom's house, if Milo's, you know, we're making him a snack, he's watching his show, just chilling. It's like, oh, my mom thinks this is okay. Like, it's not a big deal. So it must be okay. Like, it's almost like 
I don't know. It's such a weird thing. Um, maybe you guys can relate to that. Maybe not. I don't know. I was just trying to think like, why do I not like, it's not a big deal. And then I also reminded myself this last time we were at my parents' place because in the afternoon, Milo has this period of time where he's really tired. And I was like, oh yeah, at daycare, they have like quiet time or nap time. And sometimes he naps. Sometimes he just like will lay in his little cot and look at books. But like they have this wind down time at daycare every single day. So when I take him to my parents' place or like we're out of the house somewhere or even on weekends at our place, I have to be mindful of that. Like he's used to getting a total relaxation time in the afternoons. So there's that as well. But it's interesting to think how like the mental load of what it is to be a mom can change depending on your environment and depending on who is around you. So I thought that was super interesting because I was like, why do I feel different here? Like I also don't feel the need to constantly be creating content or be on social media or like I don't have that there and maybe it's because I'm out of my routine it's like for someone else it would be like you're out of the office so once you leave your office it's more like you shut down that part of your brain I don't know it's bizarre but anyways um so that's what I was thinking about maybe you guys have a different kind of environment that you go to where the mental load just kind of goes away or is much less than when you're at home in your regular routine. I don't know. Anywho, so those were my thoughts on that. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I'm loving this new format because it's nice to just be able to speak my thoughts as I think them and in the moment as opposed to you know, one time a week trying to remember what the hell I did all week. Like I can't remember what I did two hours ago. So, so yeah, loving it. Um, if you guys haven't already, please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast or follow it wherever you are listening. You can also find the podcast on Instagram at the mom room podcast. And I share a ton of live videos. So the actual videos from the recordings with my guests on YouTube and the YouTube channel is under Renee Rena. So follow that as well. I'm trying to be a YouTube star. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my goal. Anywho, thank you for listening and I hope everybody has a fantastic weekend and that your children sleep. Yes. <laughs>